This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3475 for Friday the 26th of November 2021. Today's show is entitled, How I Watch Everything Using Open Source Software. It is hosted by Minix, and is about 15 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, using LibreVilec, Kodi, Atuna, and the Raspberry Pi to create a great media center. Hello, this is Minix, and today I'll be talking about how I watch everything using open source software. Um, I got started using Kodi, I believe, on an Android TV box, a cheap uh, Android TV box with AM Logic uh, chipset, and with that I had a USB hard drive, external hard drive hooked up to the TV box and I would just watch shows and movies from the hard drive on there. And I wanted to upgrade and at this time uh, Pine64 had come out with the Rock Pro 64 and I liked this device because it had a PCIe slot so you could use really fast storage if you wanted to or you could hook up whatever you wanted so I bought the adapter for the Rock Pro 64 as well as the machine and bought a NVMe drive to go with the adapter and that's what I use for my storage and at this time I switched from Android to um, Libra Elec and Libra Elec is its own OS and it's a fork of Open Elec and its tagline is just enough OS for Kodi which is basically all it is 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 a few open source tools like BusyBox and a couple other things but mainly just to uh, load Kodi. Kodi is an open source application that is a fork of Xbox Media Center, XBMC, uh, which you used to could um, install on your Xbox or your PC, and it gradually became Kodi, uh, which is what it is today. So I installed Kodi on the Rock Pro 64, and I dumped my cable subscription and started experimenting with over-the-air TV again, in, which I hadn't done in years, and I bought a um, TV tuner card, a Hophog um, Win TV Duel, I believe is what it's called, and so you could watch um, one episode of a show or one program while you're recording another which is a pretty cool feature and it's the same tuner I use today and it's basically just a USB dongle with a coax on the other end now it only uh, enables 1080p over the air uh, which is fine for now there's not a lot of 4k OTA programming but I've had it for several several years now and it's it's been a great little tuner, and I, I can recommend it if you can find one. So uh, I had the Libra Elec loaded on the Rock Pro 64, and then I had the Hophog 
uh, dual tuner plugged into USB 3 and then I bought a nice antenna uh, that hooks up to the tuner card via coax and I was able to use Kodi uh, to tune programs uh, in and it worked very nicely I used an, a uh, server called TV head end which is what I use today and it's a pretty amazing piece of software that integrates with Kodi quite nicely so what it does is enables you to uh, decode over the air transmissions and also has a built-in web server where you can um, watch recorded programs it has a PVR or you can watch live TV uh, over the internet and uh, I decided to proxy that through uh, an, an Nginx pro proxy to a subdomain and so now wherever I'm at if I have internet service I can watch live TV and it works out really good or I can watch what I've recorded now you need TV head-in server and then you need TV head-in client and the client can be whatever uh, other machine you're watching you you have Kodi installed and in. like I have an Android TV in the bedroom where I have uh, Kodi installed but just a TV head-end client and it connects to the server via IP address and then a password and username and so I can also access all my recorded shows there and watch live TV so as long as you have uh, the address of your TV head-end server uh, whatever TV uh, you want to watch TV on or media box or whatever uh, if you have the TV head and client installed you can you can dial into your server and just watch it from your server so it works out really good that way um, TV head and also has a really nice web interface with a, a uh, guide um, so you can uh, program it to record shows in the future, or you can record, you can program it to record all of a certain show that you like. So I would say every Wednesday night it'll start recording whatever show, and uh, it has a ton of features. I won't go into here, but uh, you can look at the documentation for, for TV head in. Uh, it's not, it has, it's not exactly beginner friendly. It has a little bit of a learning curve. But uh, it's definitely worth it, and it's the best one I've found since Myth TV back in the day on Ubuntu I was using. So, uh, yeah, it's great. Um, and also, there's a lot of different apps uh, for iPhone and iOS that uh, connect to your TV head and server, and you can watch live TV that way if you don't want to watch it through the browser. So, that was on the Rock Pro 64. And eventually, um, support began to wane for the Rock Pro 64 in the LibreLec world. And I noticed that releases were kind of lagging behind. Uh, so I switched to a Raspberry Pi 4, which is what I have now. And uh, the Raspberry Pi 4 is nice in that it is... Um, well supported so there's lots of documentation because a lot of people own it and so LibreLec really works hard to support it as much as they can uh, I would say a downside is 
that you do not have access to the uh, GPU for decoding within um, Libra LX. So it's all it's all it's all on your CPU. Uh, it's all up to your CPU. Why that is, I'm not sure. I haven't really investigated it. So I will notice sometimes um, watching live TV mainly that. Uh, I'll get some skipping, uh, some frame skipping, stuff like that, just because it takes a lot to decode a HD uh, television show over the air, and uh, it's it's it just doesn't. If you don't have a GPU available to do that, you're going to notice some some irregularities like that. But uh, other than that, it's a great machine. Uh, that doesn't happen with every broadcast signal, but some of them. So just just a heads up about that. So that's how I watch TV. Um, it also Cody also has different add-ons, is what they're called for. Uh, if you want to listen to radio, local radio, you, you can access it through your uh, Win TV um, tuner. And uh, depending on how good your antenna is, you can pick up quite a few stations. I pick up stuff uh, from neighboring states sometimes on, a, on the when the atmosphere is just right so it's pretty cool in that way uh there's a million different add-ons for cody if you've ever experimented it with it in the past you probably know that uh some of the ones i use are the win are the tv head-in server and client uh the radio add-on and it also has an add-on to play like uh retro games like 16-bit games and stuff like that which is kind of fun um, and then it also acts as like a media server. So if you have uh, shows or movies or things like that on storage, uh, you can watch them through Kodi. And it's pretty good about keeping up with metadata for shows and things like that. And it connects to uh, TVDB, which I believe is TV database, uh, to, to, to uh, pull in your metadata. So... Uh, radio, TV, uh, PVR service is great. Now, uh, one thing I also do with Cody, which is kind of a gray area legally, I guess, even though it's not against the law, um, is I use a DeBrid service, which a DeBrid service is basically uh, a web hosting provider that... Um, how do I explain it? I guess you could say that they uh, are kind of an intermediary between you and different torrent sites and different streaming sites and things like that. So, uh, like here is an example of how it would work. I would install an add-on within Kodi uh, that's not in the official repo, but uh, you can do a web search for Kodi add-ons. Uh, streaming, video, whatever. And uh, you'll find one of these add-ons. And the one I'm using is... Uh, I probably don't want to say. It's open source, though. But um, you can always email me if you want to know. Um, so what this add-on does is connect to your Debrid account. And the add-on also has functionalities built into it where you have search functions, so you can search for TV shows, movies, things like that, uh, which are also connected to the TV database. So basically any movie that was ever made, any show that it was ever aired, 
you can probably find it on there. Now, whether you'll be able to watch it or not is another um, is a whole other story because depending on how popular it was, it may have never been saved on the internet as a torrent or a streaming file or something like that. But for the most part, I've found 90% of the things I want to watch I can find through an add-on that's connected to my Debrit account. Um, there's mil- there's uh, many different Debrit accounts. Uh, they all range in you know pricing and functionality and things like that. And uh, with my particular Debrit account, I think I pay 40 bucks a year. And uh, I can, I think I get two terabytes of storage. Now you can stream as much as you want. It's unlimited uh, streaming from the Debrid service. But if say you're saving torrents to it, and for later, then you can you only get like two terabytes of storage, which is fine because I don't really save anything. But it's also a good intermediary if you want to download a torrent but you don't want to get dinged by your ISP you can just copy and paste the torrent magnet URL into the Debrid service webpage and it'll download it for you and then you access it via HTTPS so uh, the only thing your ISP would know is that you're accessing the Debrid service because it goes through HTTPS it's just like you're accessing your bank site or something like that. Like they wouldn't be able to see exactly what information you're accessing. So as far as I know, it's not illegal, uh, but it is kind of a gray area there. Now I do have other streaming services that I watch, but ever since Netflix kind of focused on their own content, uh, they took away a lot of the cool cult shows and movies that I'm really interested in and I guess they figure why waste bandwidth on things that the majority of people don't watch so having access to the bread service kind of fills in that gap especially on on like cult cinema and foreign movies and things like that that aren't really easily accessible so you don't you're not downloading any torrent to your machine all you're doing is streaming from the debrid service so you don't hold any local data uh, it may be cached but it, it goes away once you re, you know once you exit the add-on so uh, you can download through the add-on but I, I don't so I my days of hoarding movies and TV shows on terabytes of hard disks are have been over for several years now now that I've I've been using a Debrid service, so it saves a lot of storage for me because I like to watch lots of shows and movies and things like that. So that is what I do to watch all my media uh, using open source software. Um, So far, this has worked for me for quite a few years, and I don't see uh, anything changing that. Uh, So uh, that's about it. Uh, Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.